Mark Saunders, former chief of police, would-be mayor of Toronto, joins us live in studio. Good morning. Nice to see you again. Good morning, John. How's the campaign been going? It is going. I mean, gears were in full throttle starting April 3rd, and we're now at the final crunch, and uh, it's time to cross that finish line. When we aggregate the polls, though, it just seems like Olivia Chow is not only first, but runaway first. I think in the last two polls I saw, you were second, but she was at like 35, and you were at what, 16? You know, the polls have told a story consistently from April 3rd, which is I am in second place. And uh, I want to make sure that we have an understanding of the contrast between Olivia Chow and myself right now. So my campaign is Saunders is how you stop Chow. The voters need to be aware of what's going on. What I support and what she supports. She supports raising taxes. We figured out it's at least 25%. She supports defunding the police. I support the police. I will fund the police. I will freeze the taxes. And I'll make sure that we have a city that is a safe, healthy, and vibrant city. Olivia Chow is the exact opposite of that. I'm running because I do not want the city of Toronto to look like those other cities right now. And this is a time where the decision has to be made. So I want the voters to understand because they're confused. There are 102 people running. Right. And they're now asking me at the door, how do we stop Olivia Chow? And I tell them, vote for me. If you vote for someone else, you're basically voting for Olivia Chow. Vote for me. I'm the only viable person that will be able to have a chance to cross that finish line instead of her. There's sort of two prongs to what brings you to our studios this morning. Um, but the chief amongst them is you're sort of just opening up on Olivia Chow. So that's a bit of a shift in the campaign rather than saying I'm the best candidate, saying she's the worst and I'm the only one who can stop her. Yeah, the city of Toronto is the biggest city in the country. And if you're going to vote for someone who is not going to tell you how much the taxes are going to be increased, where we have to do the legwork to figure it out, where she's very clear she does not like the police. When she was on the board, she was protesting to break the police line, talking about being ashamed, every opportunity to cut on tax, uh, cut right. on police budgets, every opportunity. Okay, but you're, you're talking about these things like they're a natural political deficit. But it's working for her. I mean, in 2014, she was campaigning on reducing the police budget. She did not win in 2014. I and I want to make sure she does not win. Our city will be in a bad state if she takes that seat, full stop. And I want to make sure that I do everything so that I am in that seat, so that we can move our city in the direction that it needs to go. Do you expect, I mentioned there were kind of two things that would bring you to our studios today. Are you expecting candidates, this to be like a leadership convention, that uh, say Anthony Fury and you have considerable overlap in terms of decrying what's wrong with this city. Do you expect Anthony Fury to step aside and say vote for you? And I'm asking everybody to understand the direction in which this election is going. The voters are confused right now, but they're now are starting. Are they confused, though, or are they just oh, deciding? We, we have a high number of people. Who, I'm not sure who to vote. I, I'm, I'm hearing that. Most people are saying, you know, how do we make sure that Olivia Chow doesn't get in? And I've had that. It's really funny. In the past couple of weeks, this is a question that's being asked to me. And I've said, look, it's a vote for me. I've consistently scored second place. Right. I've worked in the city for 38 years in public service, putting my life on the line. I'm an experienced leader. I know the city well, and I know what it takes to get the job done. Okay, but back to my question. Are you expecting or hoping for other candidates to drop out? 
Absolutely, I'm hoping for the support okay. so that we can move someone viable to that finish line. And there is a lot of deflections and distractions going on, and I want voters to be hyper-focused on what this vote means and to make sure that they have a say in what the city of Toronto should look like, what, it, what we want it to look like, which is why I'm running for mayor. Is there not an implicit weakness in, in sort of just letting her rip on on Olivia Chow and conceding that she is the front runner and you've got to topple her? No, I, I don't think so. I think more people just need to become aware of what they're voting for. Uh, a lot of people have not been paying attention to what the platforms are, but they're paying attention to the race. And yes, name recognition has been key and critical, but now I'm here to say, here's a name, and here's what you stand for. And I'm very clear when it comes to making sure that we have the right law enforcement and the other agencies. If you follow my platform, you'll see all of those things. Making sure that I understand that affordability is a key and critical issue right now. And I'm going to be freezing the taxes where she's going to be raising taxes at least 25%. We're talking about an extra two grand per household. And understanding, do you have the ability of withstanding that type of pressure in today's environment? The short answer is no. Before I let you go, I want your comment on something else, and it informs the subject that you're the former chief of police and you're one of the mayoral candidates. The guy is accused of having threatened the personal safety, if not the lives, of mayoral candidates was granted bail yesterday. Here's what one of your competitors, Brad Bradford, had to say. This is nothing new. In fact, the, the gentleman had a number of priors, including sexual assault, but it's emblematic of a story that happens time and time again across the city. Violent offenders are out on bail in our communities, and there are very few checks and balances to keep folks safe. Okay, so what are your reflections on this guy getting bail? He was already out on bail. It was expected. I mean, my whole career I've watched this. Um, you know, the federal government is starting to wake up and say, hey, we've got a problem, but, but I've got to tell you, the impact that this type of behavior with the judicial system has had in those communities where the gun violence is high, the level of frustration and fear that it causes, you know, the judicial system has to wake up to the impact that their decisions are having on community safety, especially in the city of Toronto. Did you feel personally uh, threatened by this individual? Well, yeah, I've been subjected to so many different threats throughout my career. Um, my bigger concern, the people that work for me, I don't want them putting, uh, being put in a bad environment and people coming in to want to hear platforms. I don't want to put them in harm's way. So my greater concern was everybody else, not, not myself. Thank you, sir. Good luck. Thanks, Sean. Good talking to you again. Mark Saunders, former chief of police in Toronto and uh, mayoral candidate.